Dreams Podcast. My name is Ella Aaronshaw, and I'm so excited to be here today. It's just me today. <laughs> I'm recording this, and it is just me recording this episode, and I'm excited to just chat with you. We're going to talk about the year. We're going to do a little wrap-up. We're going to talk about how to say goodbye to a year like this, and then look forward to the next year. So today, it's only just a couple days before Christmas in 2018, and for me, a lot has happened this year, like tons. So much has happened this year, a lot of good, and a lot of really hard things, like tons of hard things. And I just wanted to sit down and I wanted to chat with you about sort of like my expectations for the year and then what was met in those expectations and um, and sort of how I am coming to terms with tying those things up in a nice little bow and surrendering the year to the Lord so that I can move on to the next year. And that's been really hard, but it's something that I feel is really important in, um, in just moving on and, and going on to your next year. For those of you that aren't familiar with my story, in October of 2016, I discovered that my ex-husband, my then-husband, was having an affair. And that affair began before we were married. I was completely shocked. I had no idea that this was going on whatsoever. And I stood there in front of him. I discovered all these things, and I knew, and I wanted restoration. I knew that God heals broken things, that he takes brokenness and he makes them new. And I just like really, really believed in my heart that that's what God was going to do to our marriage. Unfortunately, that takes two willing parties, right? <laughs> that takes two willing people that want to bring restoration to a marriage. And that's not what he wanted. So I began a really, really painful divorce. I didn't want it. But that's what I needed to do. Um, so I actually initiated the divorce. So 2017 came around and I was going through a divorce. And as I was doing that, I'd be driving around the Twin Cities where I live. I live in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'd be driving around and I would be facing, you know, driving past restaurants that, that reminded me of my ex-husband, places that we would go to together. And... When I would pass those places, I would just, this pain would well up in my heart. And I would think, oh my gosh, I can never go back to that place again because that is associated with my ex-husband and with my marriage that's now broken. And I was so devastated and it was so hard that I just thought like, well, I can't, I'm, I can't ever go back there again. So I, I would avoid it. I would avoid those places and I would avoid those things. And the list of those places was so big. I, I, everywhere I would go, I would be reminded of this pain. I would be reminded of this hurt. And I just like, I couldn't do anything and I couldn't go anywhere. And after a while, I was just so aware of this, <laughs> like just avoiding all these places. And I thought, you know, this man and this situation has taken everything from me. I was, I had moved out of my beautiful home with him. I moved into my parents' basement. I called it the hole because it felt like a hole. It was so hard. And everything was taken from me. This life that I had, this, you know, for the next like 60 years of my life was going to be dedicated to him. 
and now it was broken. Now it was gone. And then I thought, well, now I can't even go back to that restaurant. Now I can't even listen to that music. Now I can't do these things that are like I used to love doing. But now people take it from me too. And just in sitting back and reflecting on that, I just felt like the Lord was saying that by avoiding those things, I was actually living in fear. I was living in fear of him and I was living in fear of my hurt and of my pain. And I thought, no, I got to go back there and I need to reclaim it. I need to reclaim it for myself and I need to reclaim it for my new life. So I took friends and I took family. I took reclaiming buddies, I called them, and I went back to places that had that pain and I made new memories. I talked about the old memories. I would do things to recognize the love that I shared with him and not do it out of anger or resentment or bitterness, but to do it for love and for forgiveness. And I made a spreadsheet of those places and one by one I would take them off. And I, I, reclaimed, uh, I reclaimed over 200 different things and places. It was an incredibly rewarding experience and very intentional, really hard, really hard, but so important and so good. For the majority of 2017, I was going through my divorce and I was reclaiming things and places. I went skydiving. I reclaimed skydiving. I went to New York City to reclaim New York City. I went to tons of different restaurants. I listened to lots of different music. And I just invited people into my experience. In towards the end of 2017, I knew as I was already divorced, my divorce was final in the end of October 2017. And as I was facing, uh, you know, this time last year, um, I'd be sharing my story and I just knew that what I need to do in my life, my calling in my life is to share about reclaiming. It's about, it's about stepping into areas that once have held pain, but allowing God to heal, allowing him to extend healing that he's already willing to extend to us. But sometimes he's inviting us to take that first step. And that's what I talk about throughout this podcast all the time is just stepping into the areas of pain so that God can heal us. Not just sitting back passively for it, but just willing and waiting, stepping into it to it. So coming into 2018, I was so excited because I knew I needed to start this ministry. I started reclaimed.com and that's what this podcast is from. Um, it's R C L A I M E D dot com. And I started this ministry. I started writing there. I started talking to pastors about coming to speak. And this was before the podcast, but it was just this year that this ministry has begun because my divorce was just finished. And, and I really felt like I could now give something for, for so long. I felt like I needed to just receive and sit back and like, and just receive healing from the Lord. And now I felt like, no, I can step in and I can encourage others to do the same. And I want to be someone else's reclaiming buddy and just tell them about reclaiming, like let you know that this is something you can do, you know? So that's what this year was about. I just wanted to step in and I wanted to do it. And so began 
began the ministry. I felt like the year was about being independently dependent on God, being independent as being single now for the first time in my life, being single, being divorced. No one's telling me how to spend my time. No one's telling me how to spend my money. No one's telling me how to live my life. I'm independent. At the same time, I'm completely dependent on God for everything. So those were kind of the two simultaneous words, <laughs> like kind of the, um, the balancing act of this year was being independently dependent on God for everything. So I went into this year with that word, independently dependent, and I went in with a lot of goals. I went into 2018 with a lot of goals. <laughs> I wanted to write a lot. I wanted to put out consistent content for you guys. I wanted to um, I wanted to have a lot of speaking engagements. I wanted to talk to a lot of people. I wanted to do a lot of things. And I wanted to just like make this thing a really big deal. Not for myself, but for God. For the first time in my life, I knew what my calling is. And I knew that what I was doing was something so important. And like why I'm on this planet. I knew I know my calling, which is this. <laughs> which is like what I'm talking to you about right now. And so for the first time in my life, I just knew that this is what I needed to do. So I needed to make every day count. I want to just like put everything that I can into every single day and just, you know, put it towards my goals constantly. So I went into the year with that. I had you know, really, really strict routines for myself. I love routines. I thrive on routines. If anybody knows Enneagram, I'm a type one. And so I had tons of plans. I had a, I had a, really, you know, a very strict routine for the, for my days. I grew my business and I launched this ministry. Um, I'm a photographer, which is what pays the bills right now. <laughs> I own a company called Twin Cities Headshots. I co-own that with my business partner. So I grew my business this year and I, um, and I launched this ministry. And so being an entrepreneur on both sides, it's just, it takes a lot of work. It's a lot of um, consistent energy. So in launching this ministry, I started with the blog. I started writing. And that's kind of where it began. And then in May, I launched my podcast, the, the podcast that you're listening to right now. Thank you so much for listening, by the way, the Reclaimed Podcast. I just kind of came, that just came about. I just decided this could be fun. This could be a fun little adventure. And now we're on, you know, 30 some episodes, which is amazing and so wild. And I launched my community, my reclaimed community. I, I like to describe it as a non-support group support group. So we are a group of women that just talk about the hard stuff in our life, but then we talk about active and practical ways that we can step into healing and, um, and just things that we can do with those things. So I launched that in June, had that in the fall, which was very successful. And then this summer, um, or I'm sorry, this spring, we're going to be doing, um, going into it again. And this is specifically for women who have experienced divorce or are going through a separation. So we want to, um, we want to be there for each other in that and just talk about that. And I also write, so I have a blog and, um, and with all those things, I had a lot of goals and a lot of those goals were met and a lot of them were not. My goals shifted a little bit. And that was one of the things that was because of my hard year. <laughs> I had a hard year. I had a year of, um, like I said, there was a lot of good. There was a lot of good with my ministry and there was a lot of hard. I faced a lot of challenges with my family, um, a lot of unforeseen family issues that are ongoing, things that are kind of out of our control. 
And that's been a challenge. It's been a challenge to walk through that alone. And um, it's also taken a lot of energy. I've struggled financially at times. <laughs> I, um, you know, this ministry takes money and this isn't currently making money. Right now I'm not, um, I'm not a nonprofit or anything like that. Um, if you want to support this ministry, please do. <laughs> you can support me on Patreon. The information is in my show notes. But I'm a I'm an entrepreneur. I I own my own business, my photography business, and um, I'm also really working hard to make this ministry everything that it can be. So it's been a challenging year in that regard too. And I've struggled with depression. I've also even lost my grandmother just a couple weeks ago. I lost her. Um, she was almost 95, and that was really hard. And that hit me really hard. And the grief of that continues to hit me. So in a lot of ways, it's been a really challenging year. And one of those challenges is the fact that I am single and I'm alone. There's been times where that's been really enjoyable and there's been times where that's been really challenging. In the same way, I have also dated this year. I had a number of relationships, not a number. I'm not like a serial dater, but I had, um, I had a couple of relationships this year that were meaningful to me that were really um, that meant a lot with, with wonderful men that are awesome and that um, I respect a lot. And there was a reason that I dated them, <laughs> um, but those were not right for the time, you know? And in putting away a relationship, particularly after a divorce, it brings up those old emotions. It brings up those old, yeah, those old feelings they come up again in um in a breakup and um and that's that was something that I learned really fast of <laughs> facing a breakup after a divorce is really challenging that's real so this fall and winter I've had definitely sort of this resurgence of depression a lot of people a lot of people struggle with depression in the fall and kind of the change of seasons can be really challenging um and for me, it was probably that. It was probably, um, you know, being alone, a lack of community, a lack of um, kind of just like close people to go to. I have wonderful friends. I have wonderful family. So don't get me wrong there. But then just knowing and believing that the Lord has more for me and then knowing that I'm not there yet. And so the depression has been hard. The depression has been really hard. And... In closing out this year, I've really sat back and I've thought about, I've thought about the year and looked at it. And in my depression, I have seen the year as not enough. <laughs> I've seen the year as being a year of, yeah, there was growth, there was a lot of good things, but I could have done more. And I have felt really hard on myself. And I've been very hard on myself in reflecting on the year just as of late in the last couple of weeks. I've thought, there's more I could have done. There's more I could have, just so much more I could have done. And Ellie, why didn't you do it? Why didn't you make the most out of every day? And I can be so hard on myself. And I have been really hard on myself. But this is absolutely not the way that God wants me to reflect on the year. This isn't what he wants for me. Because he has looked at this year and maybe it hasn't been everything that he has wanted because it has been a lot of hard things. It's been challenging. So maybe maybe this year wasn't great. <laughs> maybe this year was really challenging. 
like it was for me. But what I know what God does is that he takes the broken and he takes the hard stuff and he makes good. It's what my dad says. He says that God doesn't have a plan B for your life. He just makes a new plan A. And I really believe that. So even in this year where I have been independently dependent, (laughs) I have been nose to the grindstone working. I've been working on building this ministry, working on building my, my business. I've been working to build relationships and working also just to survive when things are hard. When those hard things come, I know that God will make good from it. I know that he will create a new plan, a better plan even, when I surrender. So this year has been hard, and I haven't been able to meet all my goals. I had kind of crazy, some some crazy goals, <laughs> probably some things that were unattainable. But in those things that I have not accomplished, I don't want to look at that and think, wow, I didn't do enough. I wasn't enough. I want to surrender that and say, well, God, that wasn't your plan then. What you've done in this is a new plan A, and it's just as good, if not better, than the other plan, the first plan A. So in this year, I just want to totally and completely surrender to God. I want to surrender this year to him and say, this year It's done. It's been what it has been. It has been challenging. It's been hard. It's been really good. But I want to surrender it all. And I also want to surrender all of me to God. Maybe you are looking at this year and you're feeling like your year wasn't enough. Your work wasn't enough. Your job wasn't enough. Your accomplishments weren't enough. Your GPA wasn't enough. Or maybe you're looking in the mirror and you're thinking, I'm not enough. I'm here to tell you that you are enough. Just the way you are right now, just who you are in this minute, in this moment, regardless of your accomplishments, regardless of your plans, regardless of your goals or what you have done or what you failed to do, you are enough. And Jesus loves you just the way you are. God did not die for your potential. God died for you right now. Jesus didn't surrender his life on the cross for this idea of who you are and think, well, I'm doing this for her if she gets her act together. No, he died for you in this moment. The way you look right now, the way you act right now and what you're what you have accomplished right now it doesn't matter he's died for you he loves you and he wants complete restoration in your life that is everything that he wants so as as i'm reflecting on this year i want to surrender my accomplishments i want to surrender my hard stuff. I want to surrender my good stuff. Reflecting on my year, I have made a list. I love lists. (laughs) Can you tell? I made a list of all of the things that I have accomplished this year. And when I feel like my list is not long enough, 
(laughs) when I feel like what I have accomplished is not enough, I just look at it and I think, well, God, you're the one that turns the five loaves and the two fish to feed 5,000. You provide everything that we need at every single moment we need it. So you'll take my list of this year and I believe that you'll multiply it. I believe that you will multiply what I have done and you will take it and you will bless it. Because what I have accomplished is I think exactly what God has wanted me to accomplish. And maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, what I've accomplished has not been what God has wanted me to accomplish. What I've done, what the time I've put into things is not how he's wanted me to use my time. Maybe you've taken a break from Jesus this year. Maybe you have taken a step back from your faith. Or maybe you have just haven't taken a step back. Maybe you just haven't grown as much as you'd like. What you can do right now in this single moment is you can surrender your year to him. And you can now move and step forward and make a change for this next year. You can step and say, no, I'm going to surrender my day to you. I'm going to surrender my life right now to you. I just want to let you know that I love you so much, that God loves you so much. You, listener, are the reason that I'm doing this. You're the reason that I make this podcast because I want to bless you. I would really love to hear from you. What do you like about this podcast? You are the reason that I'm here. You are the reason that I care about what I do and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. It's been so good and so fulfilling for me. I know that this is why I'm on this planet. And my prayer is that whatever you're doing right now, that you can surrender your life to the Lord. You can give him everything. He loves you so much. He cares for you so, so much. So thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. If you are interested in partnering with me in this ministry, please consider hopping on board to my Patreon page where you can support this ministry. It does take financial investment to do this, to put out this content. And I would love to, um, I'd love to have some more partners with that. If you're interested in having me come to speak at your church, at your women's group, whatever, I would love to do that as well. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'll be joining you in the beginning of 2019 to bring you some more awesome content about healing and restoration and reclaiming, because that's what we're all about. Merry Christmas. Go reclaim something. Thank you so much for listening to the Reclaimed podcast. For more information about reclaiming, visit reclaimed.com. That's R-C-L-A-I-M-E-D.com.